This podcast is brought to you by Good Episode Productions. And it's not like just anyone can say that. Hello, folks. Today we've been talking about white rappers and who the best white rappers are. Um, yeah, right to say. Today I learned that Aesop Rock is white, which I didn't know. Um, <laughs> caused me I tell, much mental distress. I tell it's everyone so funny this. to me that you didn't know that. I, I barely tell- know anything about music. <laughs> it's just... It's not not because it's like common knowledge, but because he falls into like that area of music that you. Well, I listen into. to a lot of Aesop Rock. I yeah. just don't know what he looks like because I never. I I like make a and I make a sort of statement of never learning anything about any like musicians that I like. We're uh-huh. the same. So I, I like to not know what they look like. Um, Me too. So I've never God. looked up a picture of him. I, but there's there's no way I can make an R. Kelly joke here. <laughs> That, no. This is not something we joke about. No. Um, not on this know, podcast. Did you know that my dad thought Ed Sheeran was black? Now that That's is inexcusable. <laughs> that is insane. Uh, yeah. Very funny. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's any question about the ethnicity of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> Just of all the people. Very funny to there me. Was I, a, I think about that a lot. In the most recent, I think in the mini crossword, there was one clue that was like blank of you in brackets, the most listened song ever on Spotify. That's yeah, Is that shape still of you? true. I think so. I think there must be, true. be some like, like I shenanigans going on there because in a in a just universe, it wouldn't be true. <laughs> but like, yeah. I swear, didn't Desposito talk? Was that before? I think Shape of You was after Despacito. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. That feels wrong to me. Yeah, it's still the most listened to according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, Despacito came out in 2017. Shape of You, song by Ed Sheeran, came out in also in 2017. Same year for music. Wow. It's like I don't like Despacito. Um... Like it's not my all all time listened to songs. Um, Spotify Wrapped came out. Yeah, uh, it, nobody has yet informed us that we are in their top five podcasts no. of the year. No. Most people don't listen on Spotify. Like exactly. Yeah, that's the, only thing that comes, the only thing that comes up on my Spotify podcast is like when I listen to um, Dear Prudence like twice on Spotify, and so mm. that's the only thing that comes up. It's like you listen to two episodes for yeah. like fucking. Yeah, minutes. I listened to I listened very briefly when uh when the podcast app I was using was like not functioning for some mm. reason. Mm. Uh or it like couldn't access my SD card or something. I don't know, my phone kind of broke. So I had to like use Spotify briefly for like two days. So it said Terrible the Shriekcast is the most listened my most listened podcast, but I listened to like one episode. I mean that's that's Spotify. a pretty decent one. I had Shriekcast on on mine this year. In pure minutes, it's definitely my most listened to podcast. Yeah, overall. Yeah, I mean I'm re- I've been re-listening to it recently, so it's like it's it's my falling asleep to podcast because I have already heard it all. So like yeah. I, I vaguely I also, know what they're gonna be saying, but they hold my attention enough. But they're also like not screaming over each other. The yeah, way I do, we do find it very soothing. Who yeah. was it? Someone in uh in the Pigot Discord had Azobap as their most listened to podcast. Yeah. Um for a total of eight thousand four hundred and forty nine minutes, yep. which I think is incredibly funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
It's That's... also someone who I believe hosts a much more successful podcast, so it's like kind of wild. But it's because we're great at, at podcasting. The whole because good episode so good. productions network is just premium content, direct from our tongues to your ears. That's right, our tongues <laughs> are in your ears right now. This, this is so true. When I um, stop being mentally ill, um, I will make so many more podcasts <laughs> to go on the network. <laughs> <laughs> Any day now. Any day, any day now. now. It's gonna, it's gonna start. Listen, it will. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard enough doing this many podcasts. If, if I'm honest, you know, we write a book. Yeah, we do. <laughs> you heard about this? I got to write the chapter. I have it in my head what I'm gonna write into it. Same. Just yeah, you guys have to write this week because I'm roller coaster of a week. Have so. you? Do you want to inform the listeners, or is it not? No. It's none of their business. <laughs> That's good. I enjoy that. Unlike what Spotify says. We're not members of your family. No, Spotify was like, it's totally <laughs> normal to think that podcast hosts are like members of your family and like, no, it's not. It's Don't not listen normal to Spotify. To do that. It's trying to trick you into listening to more podcasts and you should listen to less podcasts. Well, that's Spotify was like, while everyone was <laughs> trying ask. to figure out NFTs. Yeah, <laughs> lol, relatable. Well, I was just showing, because I was showing my mum how to do hers, and she was like, yeah. what's an NFT? And I was like, it's that thing I explained to you a couple that, weekends ago oh over dinner, God. and she was like, yeah. But that's what yeah. I thought, because like, she's not us, a- term- t- terminally online people have heard of NFTs, but I think if my, like, my normie friends, family members do their Spotify rap, they mm. won't know. Yeah, I had to explain to my housemate what it was, and also my friends... Um, dad got approached to make nfts and he was like this seems like a great opportunity for making like a lot of money and i had to meet both me and her had to like do all this research to try and persuade him to like not join the pyramid scheme it is very stressful it's all dads it's dads all the way down dads and unmarried unmarried young men we'll put it that way or divorced dads that's it or divorced men yeah Yeah. it's fucking it's jimmy fallon divorced Probably. I think he, has, he feels like... What about Nick Frost? Nick Frost was doing NFTs the other day. Oh, great. It was trying to start his own, like, NFT thing. Uh, like, group. Jimmy Fallon seems to be married since 2007 to the same person, so I guess Wait. not. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Personal life. Yeah, he is divorced. <laughs> Nick we Frost got is divorced. We got <laughs> him. <laughs> when did he divorce? Yes. 2013. I think Jimmy Fallon getting involved in NFTs has nothing to do with any potential divorcee energy. That's just like his evil vibes. The kids were, the, their children were born in 2013, but they weren't. No, Nick, Nick Frost. Oh, Nick Frost. I thought we were talking about Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. No. No, Nick Frost is. Jimmy divorced. Fallon got, got kids the same day. Just, just in the same moment Nick Frost divorced, uh, Jimmy <laughs> Fallon got children. It was on the same day. As his wife was in labor, Nick Frost was signing the divorce papers. <laughs> you know what they say when God, when closes God a door, divorces he, one yeah. man, he, he dilates someone else's cervix to 10 centimeters. That's so true. <laughs> Life is beautiful. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about God, that he's the one who divorces everyone. God puts his hand on both your shoulders and says, now I pronounce you man and no longer wife. (laughs) 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 Only God may tear us asunder, and that is me. I am God. You are now asunder. Um, Okay. Uh, Do you want to do a podcast? Yeah. How do you feel about that? 
the concept would have been funny if Spotify had been like you have low-key divorced energy but that's okay. <laughs> yeah because you know when it comes up with the vibes did it tell you what yeah. your vibes were mine, mine was were like, like energetic <laughs> yeah mine was that's energy so and bold mine, yeah, the hair. mine like, was creative and spooky yeah true <laughs> <laughs> which feels very targeted uh, yeah. personally but was very funny mm. I'm hoping that talking about my normal music and not the fact that I was listening to like a Halloween playlist for about a week. <laughs> it probably was. I think spooky, it's your normal music is a bit skeleton. like that. I only like music that's like slightly sinister. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like that's it's the question if the music actually like because I don't know where Spotify takes these auras, right? Like if it's just by the BPM or by the tags that they have. Because I, it, it I I've reads seen your, it reads your aura. I think it's. Yeah, just I guess tags. it just reads your aura. Yeah, so they have mediums on hand to like do it. Yeah, they read your auras for you. Because I don't know where it says the like your music was bored and energetic things for me. Because like I don't it's the hidden. It's the metadata. Like, mm. I, I listened. I just listened to a lot of King Gizzard and Elizabeth Wizard. Like that was like <laughs> that is bold. my top five songs were all by them. Because Spotify doesn't account into their algorithm that people listen to entire albums at once. Yeah, which is good so, for me because I don't. But <laughs> yeah. I also got that. I got um, I got, I got five Santa Gold, yeah, exactly. Santa Gold album songs because I listened to that album like for a month while running, <laughs> so that's like my my top songs and it's all of yeah them. yeah yeah same. To me, it was also a running album. <laughs> this, this is because you guys pull rookie listening numbers. If you like me, listen to about fifty thousand minutes of music per mm-hmm. year, then then you'll start getting a more accurate display i just hate music yeah i fall on and off of music music uh, is this music is this recently music? i've barely listened to any music and the 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 bit of music i listened to was limp biscuit because i don't know i, I <laughs> the s- only music i listen to is my own music and that's just to make myself unhappy i was like <laughs> trying to see if i can unironically enjoy limp biscuit can you no yeah <laughs> oh I was ne- even when bad. I was into new metal, I could never vibe with Link Biscuit. Maybe I can I vibe with them because enough. they're like, they're they're the least self serious <laughs> you can be. Like it's just That's really dumb true. guy music. <laughs> it's like the mm. dumbest. You put the dumbest guy you can find in the front of your band. <laughs> mm, That's who I want to be. You yeah. could you could you could pull a Fred Durst. Yeah, you could be the new Fred. Well, join my band, and we you, we could be a you could be the dumbest guy in our band if you. Want. <laughs> I would let you take that role if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you wanted to. Otherwise, I'll do it. <laughs> you need like, you should do like a, a fucking prodigy like situation a, where like, like one of you is guy. just dancing. Yeah, every band's got to have its um like like a hype man. Yeah. No, I was gonna say like you know when you watch a sports anime and they've all got their like oh, thing. It's like the but, same for bands. The one who's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Ringo Starr. Yeah, I was watching. That's that's the because when I said a lot was going on for me in the last week is that I watched the entire Beatles documentary. Yeah. Um, it was very funny to see that Ringo is really just like the guy they kept around because everyone was getting along with him. 
He must have been that. It must have been like everyone can just talk to Ringo about stuff. Yeah. And like, he's not going to like... There's a great armor. bit where he's like, he comes in and like not everyone has showed up yet. Uh, so he's like, hey, I, you, you want to hear my opt- octopus song? <laughs> and he starts playing just like the first two lines of Octopus's Garden. And then George goes over and he's like, here, I'm going to show you what chords you need to resolve this. Because it, it doesn't really resolve the chords that you are, you're using. I think Ringo was doing experimental music and they should have let him do it. <laughs> Maybe Ringo is the best Beatles. Oh, I need to resolve the chords. Shut the fuck up. No resolving here. End it on a, on a second. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to end it on an extended fourth. <laughs> it's not I a think fifth. Good. It's no. not a fifth. Not I'm ending on a fucking fifth. <laughs> we're not ending on a fifth. Oh, we're we're not ending end on a, a sort fifth. of plagal fourth. Like some fucking loser. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> It's, just you a, don't notice it, but the hairs human. on your arms are standing on end. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Andrew Lloyd Webber writes music. No, it's not. Who am I thinking of? Who wrote um, West Side Story? Bernstein. Uh, Leonard Bernstein. Like, yeah. From the fuck I Am Song. The, fuck that music. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate West Side Story. I disagree, Story so but that's much. fine. <laughs> I remember just being in like GCSE music and they were like, you have to learn about hexachords and they fucking sound shit and suck. Yeah, I mean, Bernstein is like... You would not enjoy Sondheim musicals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sondheim is like the extension of Bernstein in a way. Like, yeah, I mean, he wrote the lyrics so... to West Side Story. Like, they, yeah. they work together. And it's like... Yeah. Bernstein is even like he's Bernstein is like right on the intersection of like modern classical music and musical theater because uh, yeah. like he was also like basically like a classical composer he just wrote this one musical yeah I was yeah I had this thing where I was like I just like Sondheim because I like the magnetic fields and in my head I had a line between them and I don't know where this line came from but then when I was reading The Complete Guide to the 69 Love Songs by The Magnetic Fields, which is a book you can read, which is really good, and the person who wrote it is like, keeps talking about Sondheim, and I'm like, so it does make sense, and I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, wow. I, I wish I could find it. They, they say something very funny about Andrew Lloyd Webber that's very cruel. But, um, good. He it's good to it. be mean to Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Anyway, what is this? Musical what chairs? Is this? Yeah, it is musical <laughs> chairs. We love music here on Who Watches the Watch. Um, but what we love more is funny Australia. <laughs> There's no music in this book. No. I want to be the first person in the game to say. F- I've never really got rinse when totally. Who Please. He's the character who started off the Disney World series. Most important wizard out of anyone I can see. He's a useful character to have around, but he's not one that I personally rate very highly. Rincewind is the top geezer. What can I tell you about Rincewind? a podcast hosted by three little pigs who have made their house out of porridge and they've dried it and it's starting to rain um i'm your host Chaz, and you know what 
I would simply stay in funny Australia if I was Rinswin. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Robin, and forget about meeting me in the exposition desert. I would like you to meet me on Fanfiction Island. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Janerson. I have... I have horrible news for you folks because recently, a few days ago, I went down to the beach with George and he was like, I'm going to ride the ultimate wave. And I was like, no, don't do it. It's so dangerous. It's so big. But he said, this has been, this has been my life's purpose. I wanted to do this all these years. And if I don't do it now, I will never be able to do it. So he like went out and he rode the wave. And then there was like a big wave and then I didn't see him again. So I don't know how he's doing. He didn't show up for this recording. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how George is. <laughs> At sea. Maybe. I like to think he's on the beach somewhere in a little cottage. Maybe. Metaphysically he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, today we finished the book The Last Continent by Mr. Terry Pratchett. Um, no, a book sir. that in the last third, decides to just go some places for no reason. I mean, there's reasons. It's sort of set up, but at the same time, is it? This is the least comprehensible ending he ever wrote. Right? Okay, I thought I was going insane. I was like, I don't really know what's happening. I understand but I've had it, this happen but to me in only because I've read it five times. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to explain this because I have no it idea. Barely makes sense, uh, as far as I can tell. Maybe there's some like. There's some references that would make it make sense. Rowan, you'd have to send me a line, but... It, You'll well, hear we'll, this episode in, like, January, in January. next year, so... Yeah. I'll just mm. put them all out over Christmas, maybe, I don't know. Um, maybe. It's up to you. <laughs> listen. <laughs> uh, I don't believe in consistency. Yeah, so... What did we think? Did we like it? No. <laughs> um... I still get emotional at the end just because it, it just works on me where where he's like got the bull roar and he's like, ah, oh, the rains come back and I'm like, I, this is like a great conclusion to a story that didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I was going to yeah. say like, I kind of get where you're going with that but I don't think I was ever super invested in the solving of the fake funny Australian drought because it had came up in the last third <laughs> yeah. and then didn't really seem to have any consequences apart from the brewery wouldn't be able to make beer which they didn't do anyway so well, the only thing that made me kind of emotional is that uh, is is the bit when Rincewind is like well now I can get bored for the rest of my life uh yeah like that that was kind of nice because uh because because you know we know this is the last real Rincewind book um, yeah. Although I would say my copy has an alternative ending because uh, it says you know the fi- the final sentence in every in in, in the usual copies is um, it had to th- thought been well worth re- waiting for and then it says the end and then on the same page there's like a little like post credit scene where it says and this word characters everyone from death to great Atuin himself <laughs> or or herself step or yeah, crawl out one. of the page in a new range of models by Claire Craft Designs Woolpit <laughs> Barry St. Edmund Suffolk IP30 9SH and then there's a phone number for a list of stockic- stockists or further information yeah, you know the one I have the little ad I like the Clairecraft figures. They're made by people who read the books very carefully and then stop what they see on the inside of their eyelids. You shouldn't stop the inside of your eyelids. <laughs> they don't always That's get it exactly me. right, but they get it wrong a lot better than anyone else would. 
Thank you, Terry. I, I've, heard, I've heard that before. Yeah. Have <laughs> yeah, you heard of the cunning artificers, architectural objet d'art, where the unreal estate of this world is faithfully brought to life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I sure have. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, um, I'd like a Lego set. That would be nice. I this- that would be cool. Don't know a Funko you... Pop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I that funky, funky Popper. Um, rinse I keep funko waiting because there's this there's this huge celebrations at Discworld Land at, at Terry Pratchett Land because his first book was 50 years ago or whatever. Uh, mm. So they're like, we're gonna do a big celebration. We're gonna re-record the audio books to make a lot of money again. Uh, I keep yeah. waiting for them to do NFTs and everyone. Uh, suddenly like no no longer celebration I don't think they will I don't think that the Pratchett estate which is to say Rihanna would let them do that (laughs) no I hope not (laughs) Um, she's she's savvy with the tech stuff she's a video game writer I think she she wouldn't um, I mean, who knows? They said they're gonna make an amazing Maurice video game so I don't know I I would like to play it (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we have to play. I think we have to play the old video games at some point. Yeah, I do think we have to do that. There seem to be. I think it would be very funny. They seem to be incredible. We should try, but they seem to be incredibly hard, hard and obscure. Like, yeah, They're it's not- the adventure game stuff, but like they they just, just like really unplayable without the walkthrough. But Rinson gets to say fuck. <laughs> Rinson does get to say fuck. <laughs> he doesn't say it in this book. Um, no. Um, it's kind is of this? sad. Like, there's some, there's, there's, there's kind of sad Rinswin moment where he meets Bill Rinswin and he's like, "Do you have a first name?" And he's like, I <laughs> "He's like, I never had so. a first name." <laughs> I just keep running oh, away. Rinswin was his first name. <laughs> <laughs> is Rinswin not his first name? <laughs> his first name is Rince. And his second name he's is never Rince. had a family. He's like, where's he from? Is that like a meta, a meta sort of joke about the fact that Rincewind has like, like no, no sort of background, no ties really? to anything? Do you yeah. think it's like a be... meta joke, but it also makes all of a sudden makes this character so much sadder than he already is. Do you think it might be a case of like fans were asking? <laughs> Please, I'm trying to write like, fan No, he here. doesn't have a first name. <laughs> He's he's just called Rincewind. His name is James Rincewind. <laughs> John John Rincewind. Uh-huh. Bjorn Bjorn Rincewind. <laughs> Larry. Clarence Rincewind. <laughs> Peter Vince Rincewind. Rincewind. Vince, Vince Rincewind is very good. <laughs> Peter Rincewind is like this is worse than the time I was in funny racist China. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, just like Peter Griffin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> should we should we talk it's about this this like should we talk about what happens? I guess if you remember. Yeah, I do. I read it about an hour ago. Um, okay. <laughs> while I was while I was putting up the Christmas tree. Um, so, <laughs> Rincewind continues his series of humorous Australian adventure events, which in in. He's 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 broken out of prison, and he's doing an epic run. He ends up uh, on some drag queens' uh, cart who are going through like the center of town, and there's like a crowd, and people are like yelling stuff and throwing stuff and like having a, a ribald time. 
Mm. Um, he doesn't know that they're drag queens, though. That's no, he, so funny. He doesn't know, and he never. He's never. I guess he. It's kind of funny that he never finds out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's a joke that gets dragged out a little bit too much. Yeah, it keeps going until like the very, very end of the book, where he's like, "Not my friends." The the what's what are they call like Doreen and Darlene, Letitia, Letitia, and Letitia, and he's like, "Not my the beautiful <laughs> Darlene and Letitia," and it's like, "Okay, Terry, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are, what are your intentions with this joke?" You know. <laughs> Whatever. I just I'm I'm putting my hand out to Terry and I'm saying Terry, what are your intentions? I do joke? not know what his intentions here. I mean, it's like yeah, it's kind. Of, I don't know. I don't really <laughs> I don't get know. it. I don't get it. It's a Priscilla Queen of the Desert I, reference. It's Priscilla Queen of the and Desert. And then beyond that, yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> well, exactly. I watched the movie a few days ago so that I understand it. Uh, Great movie. What, what Terry is. It, it had a weird like racist subplot. <laughs> Out of oh, nowhere. Oh yeah, it's very racist. Yes, <laughs> just like I didn't forget books. about that. Yeah, it was very. Maybe Terry was like watching it. And was like this vibes with me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they also also think Asians are funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very peculiar. Um, it also just completely ruins ruins a character who would otherwise be like a really lovely character, mm. but then he's somehow it's like. like uh, I'm harangued by my evil Asian wife. Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> yeah. up with that? But I watched yeah. the movie because I was like, okay, so maybe Terry is trying to do something here. Uh, it He's didn't not. help me understand what Terry <laughs> is doing. Not. I don't know what Terry's doing in the last third of this book. He's just doing things. He's doing kind um, of bits, but I don't really get what connects the, the bits. I don't know. I feel like I missed stuff here, but I don't think that I did, like, actually. I just think he spent too long with Funny Wizard Plot, and then at the beginning he was like, oh, I'm going to do this stuff about, like, you know, the sort of Aboriginal mythology and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But then he's like, "Mm, maybe, (laughs) maybe Funny Wizards, and then I'll bring it back at the end and it'll be sort of confusing and not really make any sense, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. There's two distinct scenes in this book, because we talked about the first one, but then it happens again when the Berza sees an Aboriginal man, and he he also thinks about how <laughs> oh I God. am not racist. I can't believe that I came back. <laughs> the Berza also book. wasn't racist. <laughs> <laughs> His whole thing is like, actually, it's a relief to see people with dark skin, unlike what I normally deal with, which is... But the Berza is the ultimate ally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah, it's a weird. great look to be like I'm not not racist because my boss is white and I hate him. <laughs> Actually, I hate white people. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's really like uh, it, it's Terry. Why you gotta do this every time? <laughs> Every time he's got British disease. Like if, British if it had disease. come back in a different book, I would have been like, okay, so he's doing it again. Uh, it's yeah, not but in great. the same book, <laughs> in the same way with the same guy. Come it's on. the exact same joke. Like he also gives the exact same reasoning, basically. He's got like a a, a list, um, just like taped to his desk that just says, okay, this is a Rinswin book. You have several things you need to do make this particular joke at least three times in 400 pages. So this guy is black. 
I need them to know that when he appears and I want it to be pointed out in a way that will make it subtle part of the narrative. <laughs> what if I just point out that the white character who's talking to him is definitely not racist? <laughs> that will be a subtle way to just like just drop it into the narrative, uh, make it seem very, you know, casual and like normal. This 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 thing genuinely makes me worried about whether Terry was like this in real life. Like, I mean, when was this when was this one out, The Last Continent? Uh, I think he is this a post-9/11 was book? 1998. Oh my god, the year I was born. So. Yeah, I think that was like a very was that like a very 90s way of like being anti-racist yeah. or like like a lib short sort of thing in the 90s. I don't know. Wouldn't know. I was born. A lib stick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I was being not born. There. <laughs> I was I was busy popping out of a of a cervix at that particular time. Thank so. you. <laughs> As a two year old, I did know, um, and I was like, hmm, it's an interesting habit of uh, white liberals in the nineties. Is this way that they keep having to mention that they're not racist whenever they talk to a black person? Yeah, like two. Yeah, when I was two year old, two years old, I was theory. like, uh, I'm not racist against this black baby <laughs> I <laughs> I get annoyed at my parents and they're white so um uh, actually, well, actually I'm not racist because you know I I hate some I'm not racist because the life. kindergarten lady is white <laughs> she's always telling me when to nap and when to eat <laughs> Really I hated passive. that in kindergarten. This is like, I don't have a lot of kindergarten memories, but I hated that we were always told that we have to nap. I was I like, don't remember ever not tired, and I, I just do. had to lie there for an hour, but I couldn't fall asleep. I remember. I don't think we had, we just had like these like blue cot beds kind of thing. They weren't cots, they didn't have any like walls, but they were very low to the ground. And we all used to just like lie on the floor. On yeah, those. we were on the floor. And it was very weird. Um, it's just the <laughs> kindergarten lady needed a lunch break or something. I don't know. I kindergarten. Now in retrospect, like good for her. But <laughs> when I was four okay, years old, nap. absolutely hated it. Yeah, I think you do have to sleep a lot as a small child, though. You I do. think it was supposed to. Sleep. But I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. Well, you should have tried harder, shouldn't you? <laughs> Worked on your sleep hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> It's like my my entire life, like taking some melatonin. You're too much on your damn yeah. phone. You're always on your phone when you're trying to nap in kindergarten. In 1998. <laughs> you're on Twitter in 1998. Yeah, while Terry was writing about funny Australia, <laughs> you were napping. You were you were nap you were failing to nap because you were on your. Uh, yeah. yeah, George uh, Lucas was like hard at work on uh, on his big comeback to the Star Wars series um, I was boy did he deliver <laughs> and he, he did yeah um, damn what a year 1998 I was busy working on developing non-functioning eyeballs <laughs> good, 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 good year mm, great year great year where was I in 1998 was I in America or was I here I must have been in America Mm, planning 9-11. That's a joke. I mean, it's not a joke. I would never joke about that. Uh, it was interesting when that journalist posted that uh, chart of conspiracy theories from, like, most to least true uh, 
but it didn't even include Bush did 9-11. Yeah. Which is insane because I think that's one of the biggest ones that you can, like, I've met people who think that. I think she just, she, she, she should have, she was, she was like, if I, if I include this, I have to put it in the true section of the graph and I can't do that. Can't reveal her true beliefs about 9-11. <laughs> she was there. She was there. <laughs> she was in the plane. Um, she parachuted out halfway. Okay. <laughs> she was. She had a phone call a with George parody, W. Bush like right before joke. it. Don't sue me for libel, <laughs> slander, or whatever, whichever one it is. Last um, person George W. Bush talked to before nine eleven. Yeah. Who was he phoning? That's the question. He was airplane phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What are we no. talking? Why are we talking about 9 11? I don't know, 1998. Do. Which is not even a question the- I ask myself many times on this podcast. Um, I think it was you we who brought it up. Ab- we're talking, yeah, it was. We're talking about uh, Terry being racist. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not great. Not great. I mean, it's like, he's well intentioned. It's just very embarrassing. Yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> Do better, Terry. I know you're dead, but do better. Do better. There's uh, this this author photo that is in this copy because it's a used copy, so it is a much older author photo, and he's just like he's quite handsome. This is kind, this kind is like of a dil- fucking sisters of, a of mercy band photo type photo. Yeah, but yeah. that's his vibe. Sci-fi fans and like metal metal guys is just like the same same guys. Yeah, well, like just not the vibes of his books at all. I know, but doesn't he look kind of dilfy? <laughs> he does. does. Yeah. I this is one of the books where I fell out of my depth in the in the last bit. Just... Okay, well, well we'll get there and I'll I'll explain what I think happened. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't the thing is I don't think I missed anything. Like I kind of get what happened, but the way it's described made me feel very disconnected <laughs> and weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just pushing through and like not really I genuinely for- trying to forgot about the Australian university until we were literally there, and I was like, I yeah. completely forgot that this <laughs> happened. Um, yeah, so Red Funny Adventures uh, involve, yeah, the drag queens, which, again, don't know what his intentions were. Thank you, Terrence. Um, and then he goes to the opera house, and funny, funny Peach Melba joke about naming a dessert after an opera singer. So funny. Um, I don't get what he, the joke was like. Besides, no, oh, I didn't know what dessert they were like referencing. So I was like, yeah. Peach, oh. Me- Peach Melba, a dessert named after Nellie Melba. Um, ah. But in this, she's called Butts, so he calls it. So the joke Peach, is just that Butts Nelly. is funny. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's right. He's right. It's a very butts extended. Funny. What if we had to name a dessert after Funny Butts? So he he invents a new dessert called the peach schnelli and then he runs away <laughs> he ends up in an alleyway and the luggage is there and then the luggage saves him but the luggage is wearing ladies but it's clothes. wearing lady shoes which is embarrassing because it's Rinse a man this. suitcase it's a male suitcase it's a suitcase for it's, men it's got a, it's a suitcase with an x chromosome <laughs> and a y chromosome <laughs> that's, and that's right. biology <laughs> <laughs> This suitcase has penises between its many drawing, hundreds drawing, and hundreds of legs. I'm drawing the green V on it, and it's the man one. Whichever <laughs> one that is. Rinsewind is really, like, so dismissive of the luggage's, like, 
sexual exploration or like gender exploration. Yeah, it's Terry, true. you were doing so well with Mr. Nobby Nobs in there. Yeah. We're doing this. I know. I, I wish we could go back to Nobby's gender fluids. Send us back to fluid Nobby. <laughs> yeah, something um, about something about the the luggage's gender exploration doesn't hit us hard. Like, it really doesn't. I think it's because it's a joke. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> rather than rather than because the luggage doesn't come away from it like I don't know. It's a the luggage. It's just not it's a character. Just a like the luggage is nothing. Sorry to all the luggage fans. It's it's great iconography as like one of the mascots for Discworld, but it's not. It does funny, not spark funny, joy. Funny case that eats people. I disagree. I like it when it eats people. Personally. The luggage it's, does it's OP, spark you know? joy, for me. Yes. Um, and and after this, I I am more and more tempted to get a luggage tattoo. Um, it, legs. I, I, <laughs> I, I love like, the lav- luggage. In off. theory, it just narratively doesn't do anything to me. Like whenever the luggage, listen. Yeah. It's fun for the first two. Yeah. Of the vibes of those books. Mm. Um. But then because it's so OP. Uh, Terry has to keep inventing reasons for it to not be around to save Rinsman from things. Yeah, like being and horny that's from becoming increasing, That's becoming increasingly obvious with, with each sub- subsequent Rinsman book that he has to make it disappear for an entire book so that, that it can't <laughs> save him from things. Um, yeah, in this one, the luggage had adventures with uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which... Mm. Like, we never even got to see them. I we never got to see story. that. Like, that would have been better yeah. than what we got. I don't think this the thing with I don't even think the thing with like Rincewind not understanding that they're drag queens is like necessarily bad. I just don't understand it. Like it's not it's not like gross in a way. Like it could have been much worse. Like when yeah, when we yeah. got to that part, like, I was like, oh, this ew, might be gross bad. Men who are wearing dresses. It's like what? <laughs> well, I think I don't know because it's like obviously he's seen. Silla Queen of the Desert, but his yeah. depiction in this is less drag and much more like UK panto, which is also drag, but in a very different way. Well, no, I think I think they are drag queens because I think the thing is that Rincewind has met like like panto women, yeah, or pan panto like dames before, but has never met like a drag queen drag queen before. So he's like, oh, they're so glamorous and like glitzy, yeah. And so that's why he doesn't get it. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, the joke is that I guess that Rinsuin is so overwhelmed by all the gl- the glamour. I guess. Yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't hang around with women that much. So yeah, he he's like this is what women wear. He's just <laughs> running away from everything, true. so he only has an idea of women from like memory. Mm. Yeah. I guess. I'm a very blurry. I. <laughs> I think he's just into drag queens. Which Maybe. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Like, that's why I say I don't... I'm not even sure it's bad. It's like... I know. Just, it's just strange. Yeah. What's, what's, it, what's your intentions, Terry? Tell and me your intentions. The, and then the third of them, I don't remember her name. Noel... No, Nilette. Nilette, yeah. Is she supposed to be, like, Bernadette in the movie? Like, that... The other two are like drag queens, and Bernadette is a trans woman. Is that no? Is that what's just, going on here? Is she just like no? She's just the sister. I think she's just a. She's just like <laughs> there. I don't think it's even that that exact a reference. It's just that she's. I don't know. She's just there. <laughs> I just. I don't I, get her character at all. 
I think I just get worried every time I read a book by a British person and there's, a, there's sort of... Is anything to do with gender? I know. I know. Yeah, like, I get in like a direct a sense. By a British person. I would never talk to a British person. No. No. I mean, and like it's Terry, you know. Yeah. I, I you know, b- broadly speaking, I think he was absolutely on the right side. Um, yeah. Doesn't mean he got everything perfect all the time. <laughs> I mean, he was also probably also... Like, you know, probably thought racism was bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <You> exactly. <laughs> Doesn't prevent him from, you know... Yeah, but he's not racist, because when he sees choices. a black person, he thinks about how much more he hates white people in his life, he's which like, is a perfectly wow, normal reaction. I hate, I hate white people, so this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> damn, I so uh, not want to damn, do a hate I'm crime right now. I'm, I'm like, really enjoying do not doing a hate crime. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about how I'm not racist right now. Um, a normal thought. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so, so we've spent a lot of time on this drag queen thing, but it is inexplicable. It is in, in it a lot more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like after the initial scene, the time. they keep showing up like three more times. They could, you know, they seem like fun characters, but he's like, ah, oh, they have very strong grips, mm. which... Okay. <laughs> which, which drag queen? Okay, Terry. Very, very revealing you, sentence. Have you, have you met a drag queen? Yeah. Um, uh, I, did, yes. I did like the line about, like, it, which is completely at the end, but it's like describe, Rincewind describing them, and it's like, they were all wearing beautiful evening gowns. It was like 9.30 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. And he's just like, yep, yeah, that's what women wear. Yeah. I think that's quite that's quite fun mm. in a way, probably. Um, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, they end up at this like. Maybe it's good. Beer factory because we keep seeing rue beer brewery. all the way through. Rue beer. Be- brewery. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> beer factory. <laughs> it's the same thing. You're it's right. You factory when they make beer. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I've had a real long day. No, it's fine. You are right. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah, Chad has been um, working all day at the beer factory. I've been working all day at the beer factory, uh, inventing new types of beer, using the beer machine. It's just, actually, it's the same. Um, it's so maddening that you signed an NDA so you can't reveal all the hot new beers. <laughs> if they're hot, then that's not quite right. They should be cool. Um, but like it should not be too about cool, room so temperature. Beast, yeah, sort of a bit, a bit above room temperature, but not like hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's this like Neilette is like, oh yeah, this is the brewery that my family owns. I guess. Mm-hmm. It's haunted, uh, and he goes in and he sees weird like ghostly wizards, and he's like, oh what f- fuck? <laughs> and we, the reader, are also like, okay. Interesting. Uh, we go back to the wizards, and the wizards are in the boat, sailing away from the island, um, all being crazy, and then there's loads of magic, and they all start arguing with each other because the magic is making them touchy. Uh, and then they, the boat, like, because it's a big fruit, it, like, ripens and splits apart. Uh, and all the seeds are surfboards, and they all, like, swim to shore... And the the Berzer invents surfing. He, he invents surfing. Which is not... like one of those things where I was like, when's the surfing joke? Yeah. It's a book you know? about funny Australia. Okay, where so is where's, the, where's the where's funny surfing? 
Um, I was it's not, not quite as good as the bit in Utina where the um, where the elephants keep chasing them, and then they're in a boat, and then the elephant it turns to the to the big waves, and there's three elephants surfing on the waves. I think it's <laughs> the best surfing joke in any, in any medium. It's not quite um, as good. Yeah, this no. is this is just the bursa being on a surfboard, and everyone is like, "What? Oh, he's, he's standing Stand, up. He's standing We're up. He's supposed to do, do that. that. It's to be fair, down. Imagine if you didn't know about surfing and you were an You're adult, crazy. and then you saw someone do it. Oh, man, would it would blow my mind. I would be telling my grandkids about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he They're surfs like, what the to fuck the shore. Is just surfing. <laughs> yeah. He, yes, it's grandfather. It's called. It's called surfing. Um, it's been around for literal centuries. Catching a fat wave. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I think vaping is the new surfing. I don't know. That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> vaping is the same as surfing. Imagine seeing someone vape for the first time if you have never heard of vaping. Be like, wow, imagine it's just like smoking. Imagine if your name was vape and then someone invented vaping. That would suck. It would that be would so, so embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> never. It's always funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Crime of passion. Crime of passion. Um, so, Imagine if your name was Rinswind and then you met another you, guy called Rinswind. Rinswind. That was his surname. So, so embarrassing. Do we, does he have a first name? Um, yeah, so they get to Funny Australia, which has got nothing on it apart from what's like washed up. And uh, they all start aging and de aging because of the temporal field. And Mrs. Whitlow becomes a hot babe. <laughs> she was already a hot babe. Now she was she's already a hot, young, babe. hot babe. Now she's a younger hot babe. And the senior angler has another moment and has to be has to be cooled off. Uh, and the, the fucking ponder becomes used... old. Yeah, Dean becomes a teen because he always Dean is becomes a teen. Because he's the worst. Because he's always becoming a teen in every single book. Um, yeah. What if the Dean was even more insufferable than he already is? Oh, <laughs> shit. Um... And then, yeah, and then they're having funny hijinks on the island, and then the Burza wanders off and finds the creator of the island who's like drawing stuff onto the rock, which mm, is but like he's the not racist of the thing. But he's not racist. He sees the guy and he's like, "Wow, I could be racist right now, but I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna choose um, not to be racist. I'm I'm making a choice to not be racist <laughs> right now." <laughs> What's <laughs> kind of time. funny is that when later or the other wizards see him they don't think about not being racist like maybe they're the real allies <laughs> maybe so mm. i mean they don't make friends with this guy though <laughs> um he's like drawing the essence of animals and the animals are coming to life and the birds is like this is the only time in my life i've truly been happy <laughs> um also they like come up to this guy and they're like listen yeah. that's not oh, how you draw that's you not gotta how you do draw. perspective why why aren't you doing perspective to make it look better and the dean like tries to take over and they they invent the duck build palatopus by like fucking up a picture of a duck. that's what that was <laughs> i was so thick <laughs> 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 okay. I mean, having the platypus joke is like the same category as having to have a surfing joke in terms of Australia book, right? I didn't know platypi- platypuses were specifically Australian. I think so. I honestly don't know, but that's what the joke is. Because um, they also come up with like an the, emu or something. Like they're like drawing a bird, but they don't draw the wings. Maybe? I thought that was all the duckbill platypus. 
I thought like... there were several, but I don't. I don't honestly. Because it, it says that be. one one of them slithers away. Yeah, it's Australian. Um, yeah. yeah, so they invent the ductile platypus, and the guy gets really pissed off. So you he consider like consider that he puts them in a rock. Fucked up. <laughs> Listen, he puts them in a rock. <laughs> <laughs> he draws them into the rock, and now they're in the rock. Uh, but what he doesn't realize is that the the little baby orangutan librarian has taken his bull roarer, which was how he was going to make the Australia have normal weather. So he can't fix the weather, because they're in the rock. And only Rincewind can get them out of the rock. <laughs> right. So they're trapped in the, in the land, in the rocks <laughs> of the land. In the in yes. Okay, this isn't what I thought happened. So no, that's. <laughs> um, is that what there. happened? Yeah. What did you think happened? The 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 shaker thing was a rain shaker, and then it made the rain come, and then it was just that everyone was ignoring the librarian who had it, and then he made all the rain. I don't know. <laughs> librarian didn't make the rain. It was a bull roarer. It's like a, you know, you you spin it. Yeah, but him using that. Yeah, yeah, he had, but he had it when he went in the rock. So the creator, when he was making the planet, he that making when he was making the continent, he couldn't make it have normal weather because there was a cyclone around it. And then it says that he didn't realize that the librarian had it when he put him in the rock. But why is he in the? <laughs> <laughs> because he was annoyed at them, so he just put them in the rock. Wait, who's in the rock? <laughs> all the wizards. All the wizards are in the rock. <laughs> That's why they're in the drawings. So when when Rinsen sees the drawings, and he's like, the drawings. Yeah, I didn't been understand there. the. I didn't understand them being in the rock. Yeah. So I, either the land puts them in there, or the guy puts them in there. Um, I didn't know that they were in a rock. Right. That's how he gets them out of the rock. But I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know how he how he got them. Like that's what that was my main confusion is how did Rinsen get them out when they like were never put in there in the first place. Well, he put them in, he was like, I'm just going to fix this. So he puts them in the rock and they basically sleep for thousands and thousands and thousands of years in the rock. Uh, and then Rincewind, <laughs> Rincewind, meanwhile, and that's why the whole country is fucked up because it's never been fixed mm. properly or never been finished. And so, but it, it didn't always be like that. It's only happened last week because that's the when the wizards did it. <laughs> but like, it's been for like thousands of years last week. Um, and then... <laughs> And then um, Ritzwing goes and finds the Wizard University, which is made of like rusted corrugated iron. We also have funny, funny Dibbler hates the Aboriginal. Oh yeah, hates, I like, forgot. I already the forgot the Dibbler was in this book. Dibbler is racist. Yeah, he's very racist. He hates. Yeah. He thinks everyone should go home, even though he's you know whatever. Um, he he thinks yeah, pretty much. He's just generally racist, which I guess is fairly accurate for Australians. Um, <laughs> so um, I assume Dibbler is racist in like every timeline. Like, he, I think he just follows like probably. a sort of the sort of the most like popular view, right? Yeah, he's like the man of the of the people and has like their worst instincts. Mm. Yes, um, that's why with like the dragon stuff, you know, he's like trying to make a quick buck, but he's yeah. also like, yeah, we should have a king. Um, <laughs> so. I think- I think the main thing also that I didn't understand uh, is like I just didn't understand that the uh, the bull roar was meant to do rain. Yeah. Like, how was that set up? It's just something you know about bull roars. 
I didn't know about bull roars. I had he does like, it at the beginning of the book, I think. I was like, I think a that's month how the ago. book. I think that's how the book starts. I know. <laughs> um, I have now looked at bull roar, uh, so now I know what what it is. But when I was reading, it was someone was like, Ponda was like, oh, is that a yo-yo? So I was imagining a yo-yo. No, it's um, it's a yeah, cause uh, my brother used to have one. They just make a, they make like a noise. They like a. Yeah, I I only my, uh, got that because I knew what they were. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I don't think mm-hmm. many British people know what Australia is like. I'm not saying Terry doesn't. Terry does because he went. He's been there a lot. Well, precisely, but, but I don't think that that's true of most them. people in the UK. Yeah, but you know, it's. I think it's just for the Australian fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they love it. <laughs> they love it. No worries. No worries. No worries. Um, yeah, there, there's a bit in the um, money goes into the, into the Australian Wizard University where it says like nil. <laughs> Nil, nil anxiety. Nil, nil, manx, nil yeah. anxiety. Anxiety. And then, like, nil Sheila's uh, sanguinous, which means no bloody Sheila's. <laughs> this is very funny. I watched Priscilla Queen of the Desert recently, and they said no worries exactly once in the entire movie, but they did say it. So it's like, not that they don't say it, they just don't say it nearly as much as they do they in did, this book. No, I mean, most British people don't say. The various British phrases that people say that British people say. Are, are, are you not Speak saying in it at the end of every sentence? <laughs> I do say in it quite a lot, to be honest. But like, I'm not sure what any of the other ones are. Mate, I, I say mate. Hello, governor. Yeah, but not like in every sentence, I guess. Yeah. No, that's you an know. Australian thing if you say that every sentence. All right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> is he... I say to be honest quite a lot. Is that English or is that just... No, that's I think just, it's just English. language. That's just English that's brackets, just, the, the language. It's just the Queen's English. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, it's like... Um, if it's like an like if it's like if it already has like a abbreviation that people use like tbh that means it's probably be like, like a universal thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can say nw for no worries. Nw. <laughs> yeah, but I probably wouldn't. I yeah. say dw. Don't worry. Be worries. Do worry. <laughs> dw like the character from the TV show Arthur. Exactly. She's just like me. Um dw like the a TV show that Terry maybe references with the bigger on the inside stuff, but maybe not. Hmm. Oh, that one. <laughs> I think I think Doctor Who had been off the air for a while at this point. I can't remember when they made the film. I think. Yeah, but I think he was a fan still. Yeah, yeah. he probably was. He probably grew up with it. It's one of those British things that like British people are always like, ah, oh, Doctor Who classic doctor who like even before it came back everyone knew like what a what a dalek was and there was all jokes about the fact they can't go upstairs and stuff that's what i remember from my early childhood yeah and then they did be able to go upstairs (laughs) and then they made them go up the stairs and everyone was like oh funny and then they made them Um, gay do you remember the gay daleks i say that do you remember the rainbow daleks is what i mean were they gay i thought they were like power ranger Daleks. Daleks. Thing. Yeah, like, but like a white on. one and a red one and a. <laughs> come on. So these, these are some, these are some fruity Daleks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they all had different voice pitches. And then everybody thought it was so funny they never brought them back. <laughs> yeah, because everyone hated that episode. Yeah, it sucked. I don't want to talk about Doctor Who. It had <laughs> Churchill in it. It did. What an epic. And that was like character. before the show became really bad. 
Mm. Like all uh, in all, it was a Matt Smith episode, it? which I would argue is was the it? era when the show was really bad. I don't like. Yeah, it. but have you seen it recently? Like, have you seen it post Matt Smith? Oh yeah, and it's worse. But I do think Matt Smith was bad. Or like post Capel, like the the, the Moffat years were bad, but the the like all the the like you know the Jordy Whittaker years had the things we talked about in a very early episode where they mm-hmm. made the Doctor. Uh, the doctor the... said, I'm not racist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the doctor said, I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm not racist, but all these Nazis are. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike, these race- <laughs> Unlike these racists that are the Nazis, I'm not racist. Uh, and everyone clapped. Yeah. And all well, the kids learned a valuable lesson about not being racist. Exactly. And then the doctor said, be right back. I have to um, entrap to... Uh, somebody into getting, I guess, war-crimed by the yeah. evil Nazis. Yeah, we're not talking about Doctor Who again. <laughs> I said I never would. It just really sticks in my mind. I know. My point is it's a bad show and you shouldn't watch it. Especially if you're an adult, because it's for children. <laughs> <laughs> so when people, and I'm, I'm guilty of this, but when people are like, oh, it was so much better when I was younger, it's like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> you I, mean, I think Doctor was best when I wasn't even alive, so... Mm. <laughs> yeah, when I was doing 9-11, that was when Doctor was <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen the the TV special? I think it was like ninety eight, uh, when they first tried to bring bring the do- bring Doctor Who back, but they put like Julia Roberts's brother. What's his name? Also Julian something Roberts. Roberts. Julia Roberts is what I was gonna say. <laughs> James Julia Roberts. Roberts. I honestly couldn't. Brother. Tell you. Eric Roberts. <laughs> Eric, it's a terrible name. Sorry. <laughs> it is. That's why I didn't remember. But Eric Roberts was playing the master, but like he was just doing an impression of the Terminator, basically. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that sounds good, actually. I'm a fan of this. I think you just need to make Doctor Who campier again. I think it just needs to end. Yeah, it never will. I, I think I think it would do it. Like uh, uh, honestly, if if they ended it and then brought it back fifty in fifteen years, it might be good. Yeah. Again. But yeah, it needs that's, a break. that's a great idea. But like, it needs like some breathing room to like yeah. remove all the baggage and let people start again and have no budget and shit. Yeah, exactly. Reduce the budget. Reduce the. Bu- that's my solution to most things. You just got to reduce the <laughs> budget. Yeah. Like, no, you cannot uh, have a lot of CGI monsters in this. Sorry. Mm. Work around yeah. it. Figure it out. Dress up a guy in... Th- there was some great stuff in, like, 70s Doctor Who that was just, like, a guy Make out dressed with a paving up in stone. something really badly. <laughs> Put your dick in a paving stone. <laughs> I was reading, um, you know, Tommy, like, the... Um, yes. Yeah, the... Junji uh, Ito. Yeah, the Junji Ito manga. I was like, what's, what's it called? And what's it called manga. when anime is not moving? <laughs> what anime is still... Um, yeah, I was reading Tommy, and there's a bit where she's like comes out of the carpet, and it's just her face, and he like kisses her her face when she's like she's just like come out of like the linoleum, and her face is like ow, and I'm like this is just like Doctor Who, <laughs> <laughs> except they thought it was good. <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said. There's a joke to be made here about funny WWTW classic returning bit about pro masturbation and carpets uh-huh. something, something. there definitely is if George was here he'd be like damn finally a carpet that that sucks back or something I don't know <laughs> yeah in Soviet I can't think of it's the rug that tugs back the rug that tugs back there we go I can't think of one because I'm not George and I don't have his brilliant mind um, why does George have the most posting brain when he's not on not on Twitter I don't get it 
Sí, es ADHD. I'm going to do um, George's star chart without him knowing and then um, start posting about it. I think that would be fun. Send us in your your best George theories. We want to hear them. Don't tell George. Don't tell George don't about tell George. it. He, he will not listen to this episode if I know him. I don't think and so, I, yeah. And I do. Um, <laughs> do you think I finished reading the book? No. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't think do. you should. Like, it's not good. I, I yeah. think... For, I think the last third was like the weakest easily of this book. Mm. Like first thirds were pretty fun. First two it's thirds. Cause, it's because you realize it's not going anywhere, or yeah. it is, but yeah. it's confusing. It's strange. Um, yeah. So we he goes to he goes to the wizard uh, university of bugger up, which is the city he's in. Yeah, mm. Australian funny Australian wizards. Funny Australian names. There's a whole thing where every he names everything like did you bring a beer along because funny australia has long funny place names i guess mm, and yeah. did you bring a beer along is something that they would say because they love beer unlike yeah, british funny people. australia <laughs> names named after aboriginal place names uh but it's very funny it's that so funny that. um yeah so he's there and and the main the arch chancellor is called rincewind and he's like oh shit Another Rincewind, as we mentioned before. This guy has a first name, and his name is Bill. Um, <laughs> but this is played as a reveal, right? Like someone says, <laughs> uh, Rincewind, and then... And it has no significance. Like, like, right? Like, it's built up as as, as, as there was... like What I expected, because I didn't remember how this book was going to end, what I expected at this point when they did this Rincewind reveal is that there's going to be some time fuckery because like Rincewind was at the beginning of the book he was like at the beginning of time or whatever the wizards are like at the beginning Mm. of time so I thought it's gonna be Rincewind in the past will have fucked and this is his answer his his uh his like what's the opposite of ancestor descendant descendant I always forget that word (laughs) it's a hard one it is but it's but it's not that it's it's like what if you it's just nothing. Met, like a relative you didn't know existed and then you left. Yeah, yeah, I was like, maybe the prophecy is actually about this guy rather than this Rincewind and everyone's been confused about it the that, whole time. See, that would have been smarter, I think. Yeah. Mm. He's just a guy called Rincewind. It has no significance <laughs> apart from, like, maybe there's an Australian version of you or something. I don't know. Is that a yeah, joke? I, mean, I honestly can't tell. All it does is that after that, they're friendly to him. Yeah. That's they're it. like, ah... You're just like me. Your name is Rincewind. He could just be lying, but okay. Um, but they give him a bunch of beers, and he has a brainwave because the the water's gone now. There's no more water. It's all dried up. And they're like, "Oh shit! What are we gonna do? Everyone wants us to find a solution, and we don't know what the solution is. What's rain? We've never heard of rain. We tried to invent clouds, but they fell down." That's quite funny. Very funny <laughs> that dean. In, yeah, they fell on the Australian dean, which is just funny to think that the Australian dean is exactly the same as the British one in terms of uh, the British one, the British the one, one. Sorry, <laughs> slip of the tongue, um, tip of the slang. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, we don't know. And Rinson's like, ah, we we've got to go to the, where I saw the ghosts at the beer factory. Um, <laughs> so they all go to the beer factory. And um, he's like, oh, go down into the cellar. And they go into the cellar. 
And he's like, I, he drinks a lot of beers, and that lets him sort of figure out where he's going for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's this whole thing where they're like, they need to keep Rincewind at exactly that amount of drunkenness where he thinks <laughs> eating one of Dibla's meat pies turned upside size. down in mushy peas with tomato sauce would be a good idea. I now, think it sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I, I think it sounds good. That, I would uh, eat upside that. Upside down pie and mushy pea sounds delicious. I would eat I've had like place. I've literally had pie and tomato soup before, so I don't see what the issue would be with like a pea soup or mushy peas. I would say mushy peas sounds more appetizing. Yeah, because oh. it's just like having a fish and chips, but when you get the pie instead of the fish and then you have it with mushy peas. Exactly. Perfect. I mean it sounds good in well general. Done, it's it's made by Dibbler, yeah. so it's like probably bad. Oh yeah, the Dibbler version is probably pretty bad. Um they even say that like people always go for the worst versions of these types of foods because they like them better. Um, I think that's I think very, very funny. Very true. Yeah. yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that. Uh, so we go into they find like a big cave and they're like, "What is this?" And he's like, "This is a cave. It's formed by water." And they're like, "That's not possible. Water is soft." And he's like, "No, <laughs> it is possible." They're right. Uh, <laughs> and then he he seems like he finds like some stalagmites that look kind of like wizards and so what he does is he draws on them in the same way that the guy drew on the it to make the things come to life earlier mm. um, by drawing like a, a weird sort of lifelike likeness of them he like takes them out of the rock sure and they appear here that makes sense right yes because that's not weird that's oh you have to wow. be, what drugs would you have to be on to make well, this? Well, I was gonna book? say maybe that's exactly the point of having Rincewind be slightly drunk because the whole thing, the whole conceit yeah. of this book is like, how many drugs were you on to have thought of that? And Rincewind <laughs> has to do that exact same thing, where yeah. all the other wizards are like, whoa, how many beers did you drink? Seven, seven beers. I'm gonna that's make a not new. That many list on goodreads that's just called like books that made me really want a cold lager and mm. it's just, it does sound nice it's just this it's one just, yeah yeah <laughs> can't think of any others at the moment this one made really made me want a beer yeah 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 it made me mad that i didn't have any at home when i read the last bit because mm. uh, would have been more fun to read this when you're uh <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm gonna be on acid while i'm reading this book <laughs> am i right <laughs> <laughs> gonna be crazy to understand. This is crazy. like Discworld on steroids. <laughs> this is like Discworld if you're on cocaine. Um, A hallucinogen. You're gonna be smoking weed to write this book very slowly. Um, wow. Gotta I bet he was on cocodamol co- co- when he was writing this book. <laughs> yeah. He was taking so much ibuprofen. Um... <laughs> He was eating so much guacamole while <laughs> writing this. Guacamole. Um. Uh, he was having so many onion bhajis. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy sounds like he was on laxatives. This guy was on laxatives. He must have been on laxatives when he was writing this book. Am I right, kids? You must have been on sparkling water. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy stuff. So, so they come out of the rocks... Um, and they're like, oh, but it hasn't fixed the water problem. We're just here now. And then Rincewind is talking to the librarian on top of the tower. because the librarian's still kind of sick. And then 
he's like, ah, you'll be fixed once I tell them what your real name is. And then he is like, you will not tell them what my real name is. <laughs> um, <laughs> dangles him upside down, but he's only dangling upside down over like the floor. And then he, he starts like messing with the bull roar and he notices that when he when he when he's doing the bull roar it smells kinda like the rainy smell and he's like gotta keep it's doing like it. That smell that you get after rain. Which is there's called no word for it. There's no word for it. <laughs> there's not a word for it. There is a word for it. Petrichor. And humans are better at smelling it than any other animal. How do I we do know? know? I don't know. <laughs> Have you asked? How would you know that? Have you asked them? Apparently. It's true. They did, a- <laughs> they did a study where they asked people and animals. Who they did smell a smelling contest where, like, they they put a human and a duck and a dog and an elephant like right next to each other, and they mm. then they said three, two, one, and then who whoever whichever of them smelled it first one was always the human. It says we can we can detect it at concentrations as low as four hundred parts per trillion. Okay, and here's my follow-up question. What <laughs> use is that? What use is it to know, oh, it's rained? <laughs> uh, for, for planting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. Some scientists believe humans appreciate the rain scent because ancestors may have relied on rainy weather for survival. Yeah, but, but it tells you when it has <laughs> rained in the past tense, so if they're relying on the smell it's after wet. rain, they're already in trouble. <laughs> I know, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> I love evolutionary psychology. It's mm. true. We smell rain because we just only... think it's hot and sexy. <laughs> Ooh, evolutionary biology is the only valid it's science, the only true science and everything yeah. else is made up. Women <laughs> wear red lipstick because when they're aroused, they ooze red from the lips and that makes them attractive. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, nothing is ever socialized. Yeah. Uh, what was I thinking of? Uh, yeah. But so everything Rinswin, is yassified. Am I right? Everything is. <laughs> I'm yassified right now. You can't see me, listeners, but I'm. I'm been yassified. On yeah, in real life. Right now. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I go to the surgeon with a picture of myself yassified, <laughs> and I say, "Make me like this." It's really <laughs> that, that is, is kind of what people do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's honestly, it's mm. it's like dangerous out there because you can just go outside and suddenly get yassified out of nowhere and there's like yeah. no cure preventing it's it. Like, there's like teens are all yassifying each other these days. It's really dangerous. Mm. Yeah. You should you should keep your kid away from it because they you could be yassified You've got to wear right a mask because otherwise you get yassified. Exactly. That <laughs> happened to my cousin. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> now they can't frown. Um... <laughs> So Rinsman does the bull aurora and it sort of keeps going and it gets longer and longer and longer and it sort of makes all the clouds come rolling back in and starts like a big rainstorm and everyone's like, ah, rain, what's this? Never seen this before. Um, but it fills up all the things that need the water and there's water in the river and there's water in the plants and yeah. They had to cancel the regatta because there was yeah, water it was and it wouldn't now. have been a challenge <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It would have just took the fun out of the whole thing. Made a mockery of it. So yeah. It's a good joke. Um, uh, and then, yeah, and then because previously they couldn't get off XXXX because every, all the like the currents just made people go over the disc, so they just fell off the rim. Um, but now it's fixed because of the of the climate changes put <laughs> about by like changing the, the weather patterns of an entire continent. 
Uh, it's fine. So they, all, they all get the boat back, and it's all going to be very normal. And Mrs. Whitlow's fine. And oh, and Rincewind and the librarian got struck by lightning, and now the librarian's okay. <laughs> he just needed electroshock therapy. <laughs> Sometimes I think that's what I need. Yeah, just a big electric shock to yeah. the body. Um, and so they all get in the boat and they decide to go back. And Rincewind is like, wow, everyone's been so lovely here and they all like me so much. And now I'm going to go back to Atmorepork. And it, it <laughs> where will be no boring. one likes me. Where no one likes me yeah. and they all hate me. The drag queen and group shows up once again. The drag queen <laughs> for more funny drag queen jokes. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Is pulling out all the stops, bringing back all the greatest hits for all one last The greatest characters from the last like twenty pages. <laughs> um, yeah, the Charlie and the kitchen people come back and they're like, "You can <laughs> work in our kitchen." I don't. We didn't talk about the kitchen. Oh no, we did. We did. We, we did. did. Yeah, we, we did. Nelly. We talked yeah. about the bats. Yeah, yeah. yeah my bad. Bats. Uh, the jail people are like, "Well, we have a part. We have a pardon from funny prime minister who's in jail." Because they always put their politicians in jail once they've been elected. Very funny. And so he's pardoned them because he because he had such a good chase. So now he's free to go. I and wish that's like, how it worked in wow. real life. <laughs> yeah. In Australia. In Australia, it does. Um, and he's like, "Wow, all these people! I'm so glad I saved them." Sort of. Um, so I can't wait to go back to my more book, and then they all get in the boat. Can't wait then... to be in another book. Can't wait to be in the next book that I'm in, which will be Unseen Academicals as a very small character. Okay, so but this is kind of the last Rincewind book, though. Yeah. This is the last Rincewind book. Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering, he will, be, he will he will return, but he will not be a main character. Yeah, I was wondering if we wanted to rank them. Yeah. Um. This is the best one, I think. Yes. Then. Uh, so he's in. He's in the Color of Magic, like yes. fantastic. Uh, this obviously last sorcery, one. sorcery, sorcery. Eric. Eric, Eric, funny China, all our favorites, <laughs> funny China, interesting times. I think interesting times is the worst one. Yes. Then yes. Well, is it? Uh, I think Eric's the worst one. Eric is short. I feel. I feel. So I think interesting times in terms of its contents is very bad. Yeah. But I also feel like it's better written than Sorcery, which contents-wise is also very bad. Sorcery has the good bits with uh, with coin. That's true. Yeah, Sorcery has coin bits, which I did like. Yeah, me too. So, so this one... I, uh, this one is the best. Then... I think... I don't know. We can. And then we could argue times. whether interesting times or uh, Eric is the worst, but I think Eric is not the worst because it's just like 150 pages long. Mm. Uh, so it's like I think I'm gonna put Light Fantastic as my second. I think so. Yeah, I think I agree on that. Light Fantastic. Then I would put Color of Magic as his third. Yeah. And then the last three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm like... gonna go. I don't, know. I don't think Eric. I don't find Eric as bad as you two did. No, I, mean, I bad, think. But it, I think I, Eric. Yeah, I think sorcery, Eric could be fourth. Eric sorcery, interesting times. Yeah. Yeah. To me. Yeah, Eric is like not good, but the it's not offensively bad, right? Whereas sorcery and interesting times both have like really awfully bad bits. Yeah. So I mean, Eric has that bit where they go to funny South America. The Amazon question mark yeah 
I mean, it's quite bad, but it's not. It's not that bad. <laughs> I love to rank racism. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're the best like, I think with we're Eric we allies. had a fun time <laughs> because with did we just did that one episode where Donald Trump almost died. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Remember when? I think I think we had a lot of good episodes um, from these bad books, though. I yeah. think we can look back on the Rincewind years <laughs> as being, you know, maybe not great to read, but great to talk about. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Really, for this one, we had the least to talk about because yeah, it was the best could one. Yeah, could have been two episodes, which we said last time, but... Yes. Yeah, but it couldn't have been at the same time because also we talked for the we middle part, we talked for over two hours without <laughs> yeah, even talking about week, the book. We went extremely deranged. I don't even remember what we talked but about. It was very funny is what I remember. I remember yeah. my stomach hurting. And I think <laughs> I think that is something... You, you are right. That is something to be said for these kinds of books where it's like yeah. actually a lot of fun can be had from talking about this. Yeah, I mean, Interesting Times in was miserable to read, but we got some good discussion out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about how much you can milk it for. Yeah. <laughs> I love to milk things. I know. So. I think weirdly, like, <laughs> Color of Magic Light Fantastic, even though we put them at the top, like, they have the least to talk about. Like, this one has more to talk about because the ending is so bonkers. But yeah. the with with Color of Magic Light Fantastic, like, we did two episodes of, of, on both and they were all, like, an hour long. <laughs> So as it as it stands, then our our podcast ranking of Rinswin books from lowest to highest is yes. interesting times. Yes, sorcery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric, color yeah. of magic, light, fantastic, last continent. Yep, mm. they're all not great. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that this is a good book. Do you know what like though? This... I I was trying to sort of describe how I felt about this the other day to a non-Discworld reader and I was yeah. like it's got its problems I am enjoying it and then I was like but you know in in the scale of fantasy books at at large mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of all of the fantasy you could get on the on the market yeah. this is still very good it's probably still one of the better mm-hmm. ones yeah <laughs> which I, I, mean, I do it's think funny. is true like, of most of Terry's stuff I think this is the only the only Rincewind book where I wouldn't advise new readers to skip it. <laughs> yeah, there were bits in the middle that I thought were like genuinely very funny. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think but all there the... are bits with the wizards that I really enjoy. I love the wizards. Yeah. I think the wizard stuff is kind of like it's it fits well into the continuity of wizard stuff. Yes. In that, you know, there's very little actual character development that is happening in Terry Pratchett books, but there's like there's like slight like shifts. Mm. Between their senior wrangler got to be horny, which was exciting. Yeah. That's true. I think this book really benefits from the wizards. Like, I think they're my favorite bit in this. Just the fact that it's oh yeah, they're, they're the good bit. Like this, yeah. like proper carry on magicking sequence mm. that I just find very enjoyable. Yeah, this is the best Rincewind book, but I a lot, a lot of Ponder Stibbins content. I don't yes. think there's any Rincewind stuff in this book that is good. Like. <laughs> I don't think it. I like. I like when he was shearing the sheep. That was quite funny. <laughs> I like when he was uh, when he was like, "You're you're not a kangaroo, right?" To the um, to, to the woman, to yeah. The and woman. she was like, "Okay, what? Okay. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah." I I don't know. Yeah, I like the sure I like the brief moment of like 
of darkness of him being like I don't have any relatives and or a first name like <laughs> I'm a fictional character I'm a fictional character <laughs> that's the I'm most always... interesting stuff that happened to Rincewind in all of the books but that's like a sort of very Rince because Rincewind's whole character like he is like his whole thing is that he's a fictional character and that's why he's always being attacked by stuff and things yeah. right because he's like Lux game piece. Yes. So it's like it is kind of like an existential thing of why why is this always happening to me? I don't even have a first name. <laughs> that sort of continues from that in a way, which is like I think could if he if he went into that a little bit more, could make Winston like marginally more interesting. Yeah. yeah. But again, he's always acted upon and he never truly acts. I guess he acts at the end of this book. Maybe this is like his last thing where he actually does something and then from from now that's on, true, he, yeah. Makes, like, maybe that's why he's free now. That's why yeah, Terry is free of Rincewind also. <laughs> like that's... They're free of each other. <laughs> we'll have to worry yeah. about his playing Terry has like this <laughs> portrait of Rincewind on his wall and every day he's like looking at it and he like, looks more scared. <laughs> I'm free of you now. <laughs> you can't scare me anymore. Portrait gets murdered, yeah. Uh, I don't need so. to put you in um, any more books. <laughs> I will put you in one just as a minor role. See how see how that fits you. He becomes um, professor of cruel and unusual geography. That makes Which, sense at the unseen university. I think he been, he is qualified for because he's been everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's seen all forms of cruelty. <laughs> so true. He broke up with his boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Found out his boyfriend had a wife who was dead. <laughs> That is tough. Explained why mass movements are bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can't trust the public. He said, you need to not believe in anything. Uh, Like me, Rincewind. Um, Now this barbarian man who's a rapist is your king. Um, Forgot Cohen was in that. (laughs) What a book. (laughs) Can't wait to read the Cohen book. I think it's good. I mean, again. I want to see where it goes. (laughs) We'll see, see, where it, see where it's going with this. I think it's sort of sad and nice, but it's been a long time since I read it, so we'll have to see. <laughs> we'll see. Let me just see if there's... I don't, I don't think there's really anything else that I want to talk about in this. I it struggled is... enough to understand it, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I I guess um, I guess the last thing I just bring up again is that like at the beginning of doing this podcast, we discovered that uh, there's... A ton of Rincewind Ponda fanfic. Yeah, there and is. They don't interact at all. No, like, I mean, now I that think we've it's read just, all of them. They're kind of main character though. They both have skinny white boy syndrome. So. Yeah. And fans love that. They're both wizards. They had just they had like one interaction in interesting times where where they summoned Rincewind or sent him away and Ponda talked to him. But that was the mm. only time I remember them talking to each other, even. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, I forgot to say that the book ends with, like, the creator guy, like, catching the bull roar and, like, putting it into the sky. Mm. Yep. Which is cool. He's like, ah, oh. I'm like, wow, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's very, like... Very mythic. Yeah. It's better than what I was uh, going to say, which is, it's very Lion King, but I don't know. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Just thinking um, about so Lion King. Yeah. 
it's just like Lion King. Uh, I can tell you that the Scrappy the Kangaroo is a parody of Skippy the Bush Kangaroo, which was a, a television show okay. about a kangaroo from Australia. That's <laughs> from, not from kangaroo. The, from the 60s. <laughs> I forgot we talked about kangaroo Jack <laughs> for a lot of... The first episode? Yeah. The second episode? I don't know. Have we released any of these episodes? No. I honestly don't know. No, okay. we just finished Jingle. Okay, well, um, what a time. Because um, it's Christmas here in my house. We got a Christmas tree. I've been don't. drinking mulled cider. Mm. I haven't had my birthday yet, so it's not Christmas season yet. Oh, oh but you see, I have had my birthday, so it is Christmas. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> your birthday! It's your birthday the 5th? The fourth. The fifth. Ah, fourth. damn it! Close, close. Too, too close for any gift that I'm sending you to get there on time. <laughs> but you know, it sort of extends it. Have a Janosch week. Janosch week. Janosch week. Week of Janosch. That's what we left to um, do. Oh. Um, any more points about this or energies? <laughs> Not oh. really. I, I did not get any of that in the rock stuff, which I think is very funny because I came out of this thinking, okay, I'm pretty sure I understood what happened. And <laughs> apparently I didn't. So this is my interpretation of what happened. Okay. Oh, I think you're right. I came out of that <laughs> sequence being like, I'm sure Chaz will explain this and I will understand it then. I, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm sure that's the case. And then what I'm going to do after this is I'm going to go up and look up, up a detailed plot synopsis and see what <laughs> I don't think, you see, whoever wrote the plot synopsis, I don't believe that they know more than I do. <laughs> What's the title of this? Let's just look at what Wikipedia has to say. It just says that they are frozen in time for thousands of years. See, that's by what the I thought. magic left over. I didn't think that they were in a rock. <laughs> I mean, they're in the rock, though. But are they in the rock? Or, or does, is it about being in the rock? Or is it about existing and then the rock is just... Yeah, like they're not like they're, they're not like yeah. It's like they're sort of existing in the land, sort of thing. So not which is the why rock. they keep showing. Yeah, but like the rock is the land. <laughs> not the literal. They're not in the literal rock. They're like in the land. There's a. But he puts them in there. But he puts them in the rock when he paints when they're in the rock. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia. <laughs> he takes them there's... out of the. rock. <laughs> he does take them out of the rocks too, but that's because they've been there so long. I think. Sure. It's very unclear. <laughs> the reception section of the Wikipedia page for the last continent says the SF site described it as loads of sarcasm, an outrageous oh, so plot. True. Loads of sarcasm. <laughs> sarcasm is when you make a joke. <laughs> what? what? Where's the sarcasm in this book? I want to know. When Rinsen goes, oh, this is the best day I've ever had. <laughs> Could I be any more Rinsen? <laughs> Be more rinsing my wind. <laughs> Loads of sarcasm, an outrageous plot, and tons of sheer fun. I think Rincewind's a bit sarcastic. I wouldn't call it a sarcastic book. I don't think he knows what's... Yeah. I think he might be accidentally sarcastic sometimes, but he's not... I think he's sarcastic. Maybe. I just don't think that the book is. Mm. Uh, Infinity Plus was less positive, recommending that Discworld newcomers start elsewhere. True. <laughs> I agree with yeah. that. I love the I love the popular references section on Elspace Wiki, where it's like, um, uh, 
Ridley, the line that Ridley was to management what King Herod was to the Bethlehem Playgroup Association is an obvious biblical reference to the fact that King Herod ordered all children of Bethlehem under the age of two to be killed to prevent a new king of the Jews, brackets Jesus, from taking his place. Thank you. I didn't get <laughs> Thanks, that. An no, act which clearly would have impacted negatively on the Bethlehem Playgroup if it had existed. <laughs> you know, I'm glad they explained that one. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, the main Wikipedia, the only thing the main Wikipedia explains is there's a see also section and it has one bullet point. You want to guess which what it is? No. Roman, you have any guess? What the uh, one bullet point as a cultural reference would be? What? Uh, um, I guess Priscilla. Nope. No? Uh, maybe, what was that kangaroo thing we talked about in episode one? It's not that. Oh. It's <laughs> kangaroo, see also. Kangaroo no worries, an Australian phrase used extensively in the book. So true. And there's an entire Wikipedia page on no worries, uh, including an image of an Australian car that has... What the like fuck is this? Even? It has like, you know, when there's a... When, when on your track, there's like this this this, this wheel. What's it oh, called? No. Sp- it's a spare, spare wheel. wheel. Yeah. Uh, and the spare wheel has no worries written on it in like big letters. I'm gonna post the image um, here. Apparently, the Henley on Ted regatta is a regatta that's held in a dry river. Oh. Um, what do they use in real life? Th- they just run oh. while holding the boat. That's quite funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's really good, actually. I'd like to see that. There's a lot of very funny pictures if you Google Henley on Todd regatta. No worries is an Australian English expression meaning. Do not worry about no that. <laughs> Do not worry. I kind of, I feel like reading this book now, that yeah. loses some of its importance because I think No Worries has just become extremely like um, normal international through English speakers. So it doesn't doesn't no it feel like a particularly Australian statement to me. But I think that's because yeah. we live in the now. The scene involving Rincewind, the wild horses and cowboys is a take off the Australian film The Man from Snowy River, which was based on the poem of the same name by Banshin Peterson. To emphasize the link, Pratchett calls the horse that Rincewind is rising snowy. See, I didn't get... When the rain finally starts, Wrinkley says, can you hear that thunder? We better take cover. A reference to lines in the song Down Under by Men at Work. Oh, I know that song. I don't know enough about Australia, (laughs) Australian media, Australian related media to have understood quite a lot of stuff in this book. But you know what? That's on me. Crocodile, a parody of Crocodile Dundee, says that I Tie Up that. My Kangaroo is a bloody good song, a parody of Tie Me Kangaroo Dance Sport by Rolf Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Rolf Harris once again. Why does Rolf podcast. Harris haunt this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Because Chaz. He haunts me. Yeah, exactly. It's all Chaz's fault. <laughs> I'm haunted by the ghost of Rolf Harris. <gasps> you hadn't gone to that concert. <laughs> if I hadn't gone to that concert with Rolf Harris, we might be free of him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate to see pictures of Rolf Harris. No worries was referred to as the national motto of Australia in 1978. And in their, their 2006 work, Diving the World, Beth and Sean Tierney called No Worries, Mate, the national motto of the country. I do think it's extremely funny to have your motto be, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. According to the Sunday Mail, a 2004 newspaper report notes that No Worries has begun to be used in American English. And English, English, would you believe it? Uh, that was like 
17 years ago so i think it's safe to assume that now like everyone just says no worries yeah that's what the internet does funnel web beer is a parody of the australian beer redback both named after spiders well actually it's not named after that that's just one of the ingredients that's one of the ingredients spiders am i right gang <laughs> the reference is to many poisonous spiders is a reference to poisonous spiders in australia. <laughs> it's a reference to the fact that australia is full of many poisonous spiders <laughs> is that what a reference sorry is? venomous venomous spiders i'm actually right. eating them so i know the difference <laughs> I'm actually eating them, so they are poisonous well, spiders. Well, so they are poisonous. Okay, <laughs> yeah. never mind. I don't <laughs> listen to spiders. I eat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else can? What else is there to say about the book, The Last Continent? Uh, I think we've said plenty. Yeah, we might have I... said too much. Yeah. We haven't said haven't enough. Said enough. <laughs> <laughs> I. It's hard to say. I, d- I think this book will stick with me, but and I might reread it one day down the line. But I don't think I have any more words in my mouth right now. I don't think this book will stick with me. Words in your mouth. I think if I if I'll ever reread the Discord books again, this is not going to be the one I start with. This is not going to be the one that I am reading. I have reread this multiple times though. Like this is like probably the fifth or sixth time I've read it. I'd say it's um, not, not one to skip, but definitely don't start with it. It would be insane to start with <laughs> no. this one. Yeah, it would be. But I think, like, any... Well, that's not true, actually. I'd say any would be probably, like, insane, but that's just not true. I think this is, yeah, probably not the one. Yeah, any Discord book is insane because it's just insane to because start with. Because he's on drugs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't read Discord books. Have you tried reading, like, an intellectual book? Have you tried... Like, Ready Player One, which is about science fiction. <laughs> tried reading the bible instead have you re- have you tried reading the bible because <laughs> you should that's where god lives he's in the book <laughs> have you instead of uh reading this book tried to instead look at pictures of naked ladies yeah i have <laughs> <laughs> yeah a couple times it's not no it's not no not november anymore <laughs> it's do destroy Just your destroy dick, dick December. December. <laughs> yeah. Destroy okay, destroy dick December. There we go. <laughs> so you just right now, if you're listening to this, lay down on that carpet <laughs> and you get, go to town. Get pumping. Get you to pull out your pocket pussies and yeah, the goal get of, to work. if by the end of the year your dick still works. You haven't been trying hard challenge. enough. And to be honest, you should then do dry January so that you perform better. <laughs> Doing dry January, but it just means I jack off with no lubrication the entire night. <laughs> dry Jack January. <laughs> That's very good. Doing dry January, but I just don't drink any water anymore. <laughs> I want to become the dry soy jack. I want to be as dry as possible. Or the dry yeah. water. I don't think if you. I, I think I think soy jacks are like inherently wet, so you can't be that. <laughs> they are like very wet looking. Yeah. They're like very slippery. I imagine their skin like just like pulls away. I mean, because because of flesh. all the soybeans they're eating. Oh, that's true. That's true. If you if you're like less soybeans, so soyjacks be like doing my skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> and Spotify is value. It's um, validating I'm a them. 
Yeah, Spotify was like, how long skincare routine? And I was like, you shut the fuck up, Spotify. <laughs> Stop <laughs> pretending you know me because you don't know me. Yeah, Spotify I'm not said, doing a skincare you might. routine. I'm reading, uh, <laughs> I'm reading theory. Spotify told me you you spent all year pointing at these songs like the two soyjacks. <laughs> it was like it's what if I was like you'll be Leonardo DiCaprio pointing when you see what songs you listen to most this year. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yep. You know what? It, it is sometimes nice to have a brand tell me that my taste is on fleek. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's. Mm. I, it rarely. It might be a. It might be a legit brand strategy at this point to be like, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make the vibes as rancid as possible so everyone keeps talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's still I do love Spotify rap season, um, which like. My favorite bit is watching people post like Taylor Swift and then being like, I'm crazy. I'm sorry. That's been like a big one this year, (laughs) but it's like, I think you are crazy. Yeah. You have to be on drugs (laughs) to listen to Taylor Swift. You have to be on so much acid to really understand Taylor Swift. A whole 10 minute long song. That's crazy. crazy. When she said that Jake Hillenhall was silly. She was right, he is. So she said, right. But she said more like like Jake Sillenhall. It's very silly. And like, I like Taylor Swift. She was in my top lot, but I don't think... I just find it annoying. When she said more like... More like like baked Gyllenhaal because he was on drugs all the time. Because he's on drugs because he does so much art. She's so right for that. Go off. I do think it's a good song, yeah. but it's, you know, it's not the I best thing I haven't listened ever. to it. I was going through a super hormonal period when it came out, and all of the posting about it made me, like, block the words Taylor Swift <laughs> and the album name from Twitter. Because yeah. so, it was just making me, like, unreasonably angry. The posting was angry. bad. She, yeah. had a, she had a song with Phoebe Bridges, which um, really, like... Artists who probably ba- make good music, but people are annoying about them. Yeah, <laughs> top two. <laughs> Maybe not yeah. top two. I mean, I don't really like any of their music either. No offense to Phoebe Brid- Bridgerton. Mm. Um, I haven't. She's like fine, her. probably. I like what's that one song that everyone that Spotify puts on your Kyoto on your. On your I don't know. That's <laughs> one of them. Night shift. That's that Lucy Dacus. Oh, I, but that is a oh, great I li- song. Oh, I like. I like Lucy Dacus. Yeah, <laughs> they've been together. Phoebe Bridges. I don't know her. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, this has been Spotify. This has been Spotify and Spotify wrapped with your pals who watches the watch. Please tag in. Tell us if we Please were your most listened to podcast this year. Even if it was just not on Spotify, but like in general yeah then just please tell, tell us, us if you're listening i, I want to know that we are loved yeah we have so many please. listeners who never uh never interact never with interacted us. with us um and i respect that yeah i don't interact with I, a lot I of only stuff i listen that. to with but yeah, also it I would to post game of thrones and then i never interacted with anyone who had anything to do with yeah that. <laughs> it would have been cringe <laughs> um but but seriously, it 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 would do great for our egos if you told us that you listen to us a lot and that you like. Tell it. us that you find us cool 
and funny and hot and sexy yeah. and erotic and arousing mm-hmm. and very rough, but also simultaneously very smooth and also like very very soothing to listen to. You listen to us when you're sleeping. You listen to us when we're running because the the like the rhythm of our voice just makes it easier to run. Just tell us all of these things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, tell us if you fall asleep to us. Um, tell us you if have, you like, wake a up to pillow us. Pillow called who watches the pillow. <laughs> And you just imagine it's us when you lay your head on it. Yeah, the thing should be more watch. mellow that, that attacks <laughs> yeah. you sleep better. You know, we can try doing something like that. Yeah, if, if we if you want us to start um, a sort of my pillow style pyramid scheme, <laughs> we're always up to start a pyramid scheme as long as we're at the top. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah. Buy our... More like pillow mid scheme. Pillow, because pillows, pillows are yeah. quite mid, am I right? Spotify rap. <laughs> so mid. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hear so your most mid here. song was. I'm trying to remember if I've written NFTs before. Which I feel like I have. What? But it's not coming up with anything. NFTs, like uh, when you're going to give them an NF- NFT, but then you don't, then you're in NFTs. Oh, an NFTs? But, like, like a yeah. tease? Ah. You, get, you get where I'm going with this? Yeah. It's not very good. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. Also good. Uh-huh. NFTs. NFT artists are just using it as like a legitimate. Of course they are. More like a theory rum because you need to be drunk to buy an NFT. This guy is called Cam Rocket Crypto and it's just like a guy called Cam Rocket. Okay. Not talking about NFTs again. Do you have LSDs. Oh. Because you have to be on so many drugs in order to do an NFT. That's true. <laughs> like funny Elon Musk. Um, uh, no, I have nothing more to say. Any, any further rinse wind points no. or rinse wind I epic like moments? <laughs> I like, yeah, I like he, he, does he deserved wind. better than what he got from Terry, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Terry was very cruel mm. to our friend Rinse Low key cancelled for this. Mm. <laughs> Terry is low key cancelled for this, but. I think he's fine. Yeah, that's fine. He'll, he'll um, come back strong yeah. in the next book, which is... Which is... Which is... Carpe Jugulum, I think. Which is... Oh! Oh! Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's, car- it it's Carpet Juggalos. Ah, oh, Carpe Juggalos! Nice. <laughs> Good to get the joke this is one of This is one of my absolute favorite books. This is one I haven't read. <laughs> so, I think because he did read. this... He did this in the last continent in the same year, so I think it's just that he like he was putting so much like thoughtfulness and care mm-hmm. into Carpe Juggalum that he just didn't have time for this. <laughs> he didn't have time for any thought or care. I mean, yeah, no, it's the other way around. He was like, Australia. "I'm gonna shit out one book uh, <laughs> to like cleanse all the bad vi- vibes out of my brain, so I can it's, put all my energies in the other one." It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I'm really excited for you both to read it. I'm, re- I'm really. I think it's cool that you haven't read it before. I think that's exciting. I'm excited. Um, Me too. It's going to be good. We're going to have that and the fifth elephant and the truth after that. I'm excited for that. It's a good run. We're on a a good stretch, I think. We're free of rinse wind. (laughs) And it's all plain sailing from here until unseen academicals, more or less. Um, Yeah, I don't think he's going to post a lot of cringe from here on. No. For a while. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, sometimes it can come out of nowhere, so we'll see. We'll see where yeah. that goes. What else is the truth? Thief of time. God, we're really like, 
over halfway. Mm. Crazy. Anyway. Anyway, this has been this has been Who Watches the Watch. Uh, we'll catch you next time with Cafe Juggling, as we've been talking about. Yep. Um, you can give us money if you like, because we like. Uh, you can give us three euros a month to get access to our Patreon with all our Dark Spell, Heart Spell chapters spell. and our bonus. There was uh, a joke I forgot to make. Musicals. I forgot what it was because there was like something in this book where it was like Sheep Spell or something. Mm, something like that that's the next that's the next simos incantations book <laughs> <laughs> um rinse spell um so yeah you can get access to our all that and like episodes about bad musical films that we watched and lots of other stuff or you can donate five and get your name shouted out like these human people boyfriend of the show and tom hank the tank Terran, ray carter <laughs> mark succubus Memories of those last. Justin Crandall. Give me a high And a special thanks for the 10 euro patrons. Bjorn Strong and the arm uncles of the show. Thank you, mate. Tintin. Slime Simon. Sarah. I'll take that when I. Flash Ray. Jason Hage. Big Flat Bunt. That's the flattest bunt. Big Flat Bunt. Flattest bunt I've ever seen. That is bunt around. All right, thank you. This is uh, an excellent. Um, you gotta have you. You gotta have smoked a big flat bunt to understand you gotta these have books. Smoke the big fit bunt uh, when you're doing the drugs, which we talked a lot about this episode. <laughs> You'd um, have to be on drugs to smoke a big <laughs> to take bunt. This much, to take yeah, this much. Please let us know if you're on drugs, drugs listening to us. Yeah, because I am. Um, you can. <laughs> Remember yeah, when Weezer made a song to. called We Are All on Drugs? But then they had to make a radio edit so they changed it to We Are All in Love. <laughs> that's very that's very funny. <laughs> How do you do a you can't do a radio edit for a song that is just all all explicit. You can try. Well, they did. Okay. They did you heard the, the, the radio non explicit version of WAP very They funny. had yeah, they had yeah. wet and gushy. Which sounds worse to me. That is worse. Yeah. They have, I keep hearing when I'm in like in like supermarkets and they have a radio there, uh, the version of Fuck You by CeeLo Green, but it's Forget You. Yeah. It's not worth it. No radio play for me. Have we done the uncles of the show? Yeah. Yes. I miss, okay. Yeah. You can join our Discord, as I said, and talk to us and tell us that we're sexy and erotic. Um... <laughs> Or you can not do sexy that. Sexy and neurotic. Sexy and neurotic. This is not a tautology. Uh, they're different. But, and, um, uh, but until then, I'll see you next week. And this is, you know, this has been us. Beyond Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Beyond Strong Good day, mate. Uncle. Good day. No worries. No worries. No worries. Uh, Franny Weatherwax has fucked no tuffs. Fuck tiffs. Fuck tiffs. Fuck them. rinse flower. Uh, I'll see you next time. Bonza. Bonza, mate. Bye. Bye. Through ancient times,